Nobody should be fit. <laughs> Cost too much for your booty. Nobody should be fit. And I'm not even fit yet. I will never be it, fit. I was gypped. I was gypped and now my ass is on fire. <laughs> very sensual yeah it was but i didn't i yeah i'm into it (laughs) hello (laughs) how's it going it's going good it's actually so we we try to stay about a month ahead on these episodes just to like make sure we can go on vacation and stuff yeah Um, yeah because we travel hopefully it's one day (laughs) yeah More for future yeah. coverage than now coverage, but um, <laughs> we're just getting the habits in now. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's actually been like two full weeks. Yeah, which is crazy. Is that accurate? Yeah, like a week and a half, two weeks. Because we were gonna film last week and just wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I think the last time we filmed was a was a Sunday. So, and what is today? Tuesday. So it's been a week. Oh, it's been a week and two days. We were really, really tired and, and <laughs> life had like literally kicked our trash. Yeah. Um, leading up to the third episode. So it was um so we may or may not air it. Yeah. So this could be the third episode. This could be the third. <laughs> you might not know what you're talking about. Yeah. In which case it's been a very long time since we've <laughs> yeah. chatted. <laughs> um, it sounded like you said shatted sh- instead of shatted. Sh- chatted. Also that. <laughs> Um, well, it's nice. <laughs> well, you just chugged a kofefe, yeah. so you might have to poo. We'll find out. Could go <laughs> either way. Um, but it's been, I, I feel like this week's been a pretty good week, if not yeah. kind of wild yeah, for both of us. Incredibly wild. Mostly for you. Well, you turned 30. I did turn 30. You turned 30, everybody! Happy birthday! <laughs> Thanks. Let's all sing to him. I know you're no, going to sing to no. him. I'm cutting this out. Happy birthday, <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> what is camera that? Camera one, camera two. That's camera one, camera two. <laughs> well, Marilyn Monroe saying happy birthday, Mr. President. Oh, and to it was, it was like Kennedy. too sensual. R.I.P. to both. Yeah. It's incredibly sensual. Yeah. Um, but also, but, I was quoting Wayne's World. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, wonderful. You turned yeah. 30. I'm 30 now. So now uh, everything's the same, but now my back hurts more. Yeah, 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 yeah. More than before. And my legs now. <laughs> well, that's just, on you. You just add body parts <laughs> per year that are aching. Yikes. That's what happens. That's a real thing, though. You know, I What know. age were you when you turned in your body all of a sudden, like, literally just stopped? I, I think this is the year. Yeah. This, because before, I've, I've never been in, like, super great shape. Me since either. probably, since I came back from Arizona. Oh, yeah. But, uh, uh. I was in a little bit better shape and I lived in Australia for a little bit and did some like, tried, to, tried to get a little bit more yeah. in shape because I was just beach bumming all the time, which was Love. nice. Um, but since then, just down, it's just, <laughs> a, just a meteoric spiral downwards. Um, so I've never been super healthy. So like nothing has probably worked functionally how it's supposed to. Sure. Perfectly. Um, but definitely... Like this year, my back is just gone. Like always in pain. I have to be yeah. super careful at the gym. And now my legs are very sore. I did leg day twice in a row. We go to this gym that um, is a wonderful gym. It's really nice because there's no one there. It's not a Vasa. Mm-hmm. Hate Vasa because of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense on Vasa, I guess. Just lots of people. <laughs> you know, I uh, have been to both gyms. <clears throat> both? What do you mean, both gyms? Like I've been to Vasa. I once had a membership. Uh-huh. Oh, and the gym that we went to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I still have a membership with them. Mm-hmm. 
I've done all I can to cancel it. That's so <laughs> but insane. They, they, they actually won't. I remember though when we signed up, the yeah. dude who signed us up, well, I don't know, was like, "It's super hard to cancel." Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Why did we sign up for something so hard to cancel?" I think Jonathan and I were like, "If if we pay for it, we will go." And that's been I the case. I have never been that person. I have learned that recently. Yeah. That even though I pay for something, if it's not on the forefront of my mind, I completely forget about it. Sorry, it's the coffee. <laughs> like, um, I, I wish that I had... Uh, yeah, anyway, anyway, so I still... But you went to the gym. <clears throat> usually, I mean, usually I'm kind of that way too, where I'll just buy something and then throw it away. But um, this time, Ugh, it's, millennials. it's worked very well. Um, so, we've yeah, we've been going... So the gym that we go to is like a very much smaller gym. It's a local gym. And it's, uh, you do like, there's open gym and also classes. We mm-hmm. just go to the classes because we're not going to, I have no clue. That's still working? I thought that was done after the program. <clears throat> no, they have like, uh, now they just don't call them boot camps. They call them like, there's weight training classes and surge strength classes yeah. and like stuff like that. So Good for you. We did weight training on Monday, but it was all legs weight training. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then on Tuesday today, we did uh, circuit training, but it was also focused a lot on like, so the issue is that a lot of the teachers of each of the uh, classes don't like communicate with each other. So <laughs> they're like, leg day is Monday and then it's Tuesday. And then so, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> so leg day is every day. Um, Isn't that a song? Leg day. Yeah. Every day is like yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I don't know if that's how it goes. I think it is. Um, I don't know. That's a RuPaul song, isn't it? Drag Race? Like a Drag Race song? There's been so many songs that come out of that, yeah. which are amazing. Everyone should watch it. It's amazing. I don't remember. But if it is, I love that. You know, I haven't actually... Um, this you. Uh, this might be controversial. I've only seen like two seasons of Drag Race. That's Okay. I spend a lot of my time now watching Trixie and Katya content only, and a little bit of Jinx Monsoon because she is so wonderful. I loved so Jinx is in like season two or something, like one of the first seasons. Yeah, like and and everyone thought she was gonna lose. Like nobody liked do her. Do not come but, at my but Jinxie. She's so freaking funny. She's so funny. And and everyone was like, I remember watching it, and every I was so confused because everyone was so mad at her because she was so funny, like. <laughs> Don't hate us. Drag is a serious art. You have to take it seriously. And they're like, and then and Jinx was like, drag is whatever you want it to be. Just like you can be serious if you want. That's fine. But I'm gonna be funny. I've never understood. And she like killed it. Why? Why put parameters around yourself in an art form? In general, it's tricky. It's especially with drag, where it's one of those things where there are people who are just like. It's kind of like the film industry. And sure. We can, we'll talk about this later. Yeah. But where like the longer that you're in it, the more that you feel like you have ownership over it and what other people should be doing. And it's like, you don't. You I've don't, never like, operated that way. Like PAs can sit down. You need to, you need to you calm the F down. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. So uh, that's kind of how I've seen it. But, but anyways, yeah. Go into the gym and then like when we had a little birthday party for. With my family. Yeah. Mostly, it was mostly, I feel like at this point, there's a certain point where, like, your birthday is for other people. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, no, it's more, it's more for my family to, like, come sure. and see what we're doing. So we just made pizzas in our little pizza oven. Yeah. I love birthdays because I like to celebrate other people. I don't necessarily like my birthday mm-hmm. because I hate planning for myself. Yeah. It feels so egotistical. Me too. And that's why that's why I'm like I'll plan. So like when what we did is we had my family over and then we made pizzas for them, mm. so that it, it wasn't like about me. Sure. Because I agree with you. I hate yeah. like when. <laughs> do you remember you you know Tess and Bobetta? Yes, love them. We, they threw me a surprise party one year, and that was like the only time where I've like felt okay with it because I didn't H- had no idea. I had no like. I didn't touch <laughs> she it. showed up and was like, yeah, ah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I that's fun, but yeah. I agree with you. I think it's it's hard to like get over the mental block of like, oh, I'm planning a party for myself. That's kind of pathetic <laughs> and weird and and like egotistical. Yeah. The only time I feel like it's okay is like big milestone birthdays. That's the only yeah. only time. But also, 
at the same time, if you don't plan it, you know that nobody else exactly. is going especially to. When, especially when you get to a certain point, no one yeah. cares anymore. Until they do again. Like, they only... Yeah. <laughs> between 30 and, like, 70, no one cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly they're like, oh, you're old now. We can throw you a birthday party. <clears throat> Congrats. So. You've made it to almost dead. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have to celebrate until you just die. Yeah. What is Jessica Simpson's... Was it Jessica Simpson that said it? Or was it Britney Spears? I don't know. I might be quoting incorrectly, but somebody said, I'm 25, which is almost 30, which is almost 40, which is almost 50, which yeah. is almost dead. Yeah. And basically we're dead. Basically, yeah, In we're fact, dead. I felt that way at 26. My body, that's the birthday for me when my body, body full on was like no waking more. up on your 26th day of birth. Because you started having like kidney stones and like... Well, my first kidney stone, I was actually... I was 20. I was 20. Oh my gosh. And that's because, so my body is weird, as you can tell. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, can we really quick talk about how neither of us are dressed? <laughs> okay, but this is a podcast. Well, hopefully you guys are watching our videos too. But let's be honest, you want us to be real. We are comfy. <laughs> <laughs> it's full. I worked from home today. Yeah. I... I love onesies, you guys. I'm not joking. When we talk about follow us on our stuff, it's called You're the Onesie I Want for Me. And I love onesies. I have 40 of them. It's Actually, true. no, I lied. I have 39 because I was I've... going through my onesies. And I'm pretty sure at some point in the last two years of having this onesie, I spilt wax all over it. This one? No. Uh -oh. The one I threw away. It uh -oh. was all pink. It was oh. a bunny. It was actually a Christmas story onesie. Aww. Yeah, it was really bad. But I can buy a new one. <laughs> anyway um 26 though yeah 26 my first sorry wow we're all over the place my first kidney yeah. stones <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> my first kidney stones i was 20 and the reason i got them one it runs in my family lucky um but i essentially was the cat like i i forced them too early is the best way I can describe it. You forced the kidney stones too early. Yes. So I don't know how to phrase that in any other way. I was trying to do this this thing called isogenics. Oh, and, I've heard about. Yeah. And it, it works for a lot of people, but yeah. because of my body and the way that it processes things, man-made protein Is gives no, me a no. kidney stone within a week. Oh my gosh. Um, so the only type of protein I can eat is like meat or nuts or whatever, like tofu, that kind of stuff. I can't. Dang. I can't have like powder. Like oyster making pearls. Kind of, but they're jagged and they look like. But they're horrible and they're yeah. made of protein. <laughs> they're awful. But yeah, my kidney stones, when the urologist analyzed them, they're made of calcium and um, protein. Dang. Yeah. So yeah, then ever since then, I've had multiple kidney stones. Like, yeah. like within like six months. Every six months I get a kidney stone and they've been happening a lot more recently because of stress. Mm. So it's a fun time. Getting old sucks. When yeah. people tell you that when you're young, you don't believe it. You're like, ah, I can't wait till I'm older and I can drive and I can do whatever I want. I think I think I did believe it, but I was like, if I could just stay between like 20 and 30 forever, that's probably a solid spot to yeah. land in. <laughs> yeah. But uh, obviously did not happen i don't know i don't know my friend that that we talk about every podcast i guess or every episode he actually told me a couple weeks ago when he found out that i was going to be 32 in august or excuse me 33 <laughs> Woo, 33 in august he was like that's a really really good year 30 oh. 33 is like the year for people to have like major milestones that are he? really really good he's 34 <laughs> i'm hoping you know Hoping 30 is a good year. I think I feel good about 30. There's I, a lot. I have a lot of stuff going on right now. Mm -hmm. All exciting things. Really crazy. Yeah. And so I, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a good year for making stuff. Heck yeah, it will be. So. And you're also one fun. of the greatest human beings ever. So. Um, okay. Uh, so how was your week? <laughs> good things come to good people. Mm, that's not always true. That's not always true, but it does happen. Yeah, but good things come to bad people, too. Yeah, I know. Fuck off with that. Yeah. But I'm saying you're a good person <laughs> and good things happen to good people. Especially because you're surrounded by this a lot happens. of people who support you. So that, yeah, people are nice. Um, how was your week? My week <clears throat> has been good since our last recording. Um, not too, not too crazy. <clears throat> it's so interesting because 
you meet people who you you just feel so safe with and you can talk about anything and he and I are that for each other and he mm-hmm. he was a little bit apprehensive about that but now that he knows that he really is in a safe space with me and I'm not going to cross boundaries and like he's 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 actually opening up like much like any other excuse me <clears throat> <sighs> Uh, much like any other friendship and it's it's been really cool to get to know him and he's actually um some stuff happened with with my life and he's been the first person i've called for everything good which is crazy that's really good yeah you were the first person i texted (laughs) while while things were happening i texted you yeah and then after i got done with with certain things yeah so other than Working with him, what's going yeah. on this week? Uh, um, well, <laughs> I got cast in that show. Yeah. So I am going to be... At the Dessert be, Star. Yes, and the, at the Dessert Star, which I'm very excited about. I very much like working for, for the directors that um, I worked for last time. So yeah. I'm excited to work with them. I want... Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about that, if that's okay. Because I... Yeah. Both of us have, like, really strong, in my opinion experience in the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. locally in utah yeah and outside Um, if i'm honest and outside of utah Mm -hmm. okay i don't (laughs) sure my expertise is definitely local yeah um and i i feel like not a ton of people talk about the local scene um and i want i kind of want this podcast to be a little bit in that vein of like us talking about our experiences as local talent yeah um, and what we do, and and if we do, if and when we do branch out to like bigger, better things, like mm-hmm. how that came to be and what that means for us. So I, I'd love to talk a little bit about this Desert Star Theater yeah. and your experience there. Yeah. Like how how is auditioning for that theater as opposed to like other maybe bigger auditions or or like let's like local auditions versus a larger audition kind yeah, of a yeah. thing. Um, they're they're actually surprisingly very similar because in this case the the director her name is Brooklyn she's the greatest she actually was on Broadway she played Tracy Turnblad oh my god so she's she's worked in the industry for a very long time and so she's brought her experience from Broadway to this um, and she also performs locally at like the big theaters and stuff like that um, so she she's incredibly organized and I've learned so much from her and watching her from the directing side but also when she's working with the characters it is absolutely incredible yeah but as far as logistical side of things um it's very similar to they post about it and she actually has both times i've worked with her has reached out to me oh my gosh can you can you even when she didn't know you so i did a show with her um like as as cast mates so it's actually so interesting i was in hairspray in my first show when i after i moved here from utah okay um and we there was another theater the grand in salt lake was doing it and we wanted to go and support so we went to watch and ironically she was in the audience to come and support so that the tracy turnblad and the other production could talk to her and get some feedback whatever so you and i actually met her you were cast at the grand no, I was oh, in the okay. serious production, but the Grand was doing it at the same time. So oh, we wanted it, to go it, support because, shockingly, we like to support each other in this industry, even though there's a lot of negative. Utah, I do feel like Utah in general, um, there's a lot, there's a much stronger community sense here when it comes to the entertainment industry. Yeah. You get some nuggets, some bad little nuggets yeah. <laughs> that, are, yeah. that, like, that are trying to like get over you. Yeah, sometimes but people I, walk all over you. I do think when you get in with the right people, they're very like... They welcome you in. And, and, and they try to help you. They're yeah. like, this is what you can do to make your audition better. This is what you can do to make your resume look better. But Brooklyn is is absolutely incredible. And so I actually met her in... What, what was that? When did I do that show? I moved here in 2015. I was in it in 2016, I think. It was 2016. Okay. So I met her then. And then in 2019, I was in... Um, the professional show production of Annie and tag and I were in it and she was in it with me. And so we got to spend time together and we've kind of just kept in contact. And then she was directing legally brunette last year and she was just thought of you. Well, I do a Jennifer Coolidge impersonation. (laughs) Did you like backstage in Annie? Is that how she knew that you did all the time? But I also, so when she was directing, she's like, Tana. Yeah. She, so she actually, um, I, (laughs) 
it so blows my mind. My double is TikTok famous for her and in her impersonation of Jennifer Coolidge as well. Incredible. So it, it she specifically needed someone who could be do that very very well. Yeah. Um. So she called me and then she she had already had auditions for it, but she called. She was like, "Can you come in for this?" And I because I at the time was working um, as an actor at Evermore, I was like, "I can only come at this time." And she was like, "Oh, that's the day of callbacks. Callbacks will be done at that point. So you're just gonna read with my husband." And I was like, "Great." So I just that's had incredible. callbacks and I read with her husband who's absolutely insane he is one of the best actors i've ever witnessed he's also worked in the industry for a really long time so I, i've been really lucky because a lot of the productions i've been in are all from people who have come from broadway come from la the film industry all of this stuff like they i for the longest time felt like i was moving to utah to go to school and i did go to school and i burnt myself out i was trying to be a doctor yeah. <clears throat> And I was like, well, maybe maybe I need to be in Utah so I can go to the MDT program, the music dance theater program at BYU. Yeah. And then I started getting cast at the Hale, and I realized that the MDT program at BYU is probably the best, one of the best in the country. They're phenomenal. Broadway gets I'll a lot of their people from from BYU. I'll speak to that in a second, but sure, sure, sure. <clears throat> Just in my experience yeah. from from what I know, the people sure. that I know on Broadway, and um, I was like realizing as I was performing with these people that I personally am the kind of person that learns while doing, I can't, I don't do well sitting in a classroom. And so I was realizing that the MDT program and a lot of my friends who have gone through that program actually tell me that it's more about the connections that you make. Absolutely. Um, which is again, incredible. They, they get so many wonderful opportunities from that school. Uh, and so I, I was like, well, my voice teacher at the time was a MDT graduate and she's phenomenal i i've I'm so grateful that i got to have lessons with her like she's amazing and then same with acting and i and and there's one of my acting i took a program from him and he's an equity actor like he's one of the very few in utah because it's quite limiting if you become equity if you're not on broadway yeah um, especially there's only like two theaters in utah that, that, will, that will take equity actors there's and it's usually there's actually four. Oh, really Both hales pioneer and tuacon I oh that's right Tuacon yeah I forgot about Tuacon. Um, I also didn't realize that Orem Hale also budgeted for equity yeah. actors. It's not very often, but they do. Because um, my the teacher he is he performs there. He was in he was my Warbucks. I feel I feel <clears throat> so strongly about like going to shows for people. But I, the really nice thing is is because you're friends with a lot of people who do theater and stuff. And you also work in the entertainment industry. We're so understanding of like, oh, <laughs> you've got other projects. We totally get it. Like, that is a, and that is a, a huge plus too for sure. But yeah, logistically, sorry, just got on tangent. But no. Brooklyn and her husband, um, just they they cast me and and I worked for them. And it's an interesting thing because it's the only for profit theater. Um, yeah, community most, theater. most theaters, even even like regular community theaters around here are nonprofit and yeah. they're fully like either run by the county or the city or um, are are backed by organizations locally. Yeah. So or, or or just like run academy programs and things like that. So they qualify for nonprofit. Yeah. So, yeah, the it's really interesting because the Desert Star is the only one and it's it's a weird theater. I yeah. It's so I funny. Really, I've I always wanted fun. to work for a dinner theater. Like <laughs> I always. Really, I think it's really fun going. But I've I've like only been to dinner theaters in like I don't know, like Wyoming, you know, like the Bar J Wranglers yes. or whatever. Where it's where it's like just a gag kind of. Yeah. But this one is like a real like they're real productions. They're yeah. big productions and you're just sitting and having pizza. I just hate I hate the image of me sitting in my seat. Just like <laughs> It. eating something while i'm like staring at it okay but to be fair especially if you're in the front row but the, the people in the front row literally do all that they can to be in the front row because they love being they lo everyone at the theater loves to be involved in the show yeah it's and a really cool so theater if you guys ever get an opportunity to come please do because it like the actors are allowed to break character and they, it, it, everything's a gag yeah. at that show um and it's i i will put the stipulation things are very hit and miss at that show yes. at that theater the first show that we saw there was a parody of hercules that was maybe the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> and then and then we got to see legally brunette which was very funny i i i had a great time with legally brunette yeah 
Um, it was but, very, very fun. Okay. So a big, I guess, I think this is true a lot for the film industry as well. But sure. like, I think every little thing that you get, be you're like always... I think there's two big things where you're always like very available mm. and you're always very like ready to help in whatever way. And that like builds connections for you in a very strong way and people think of you for other things in the future. Like yeah. Like because just because you're friends now and because you were like so when you say willing you are you talking help. about me? Yeah, like with with Brooklyn. Oh yeah. Like being involved with her and like making a connection with her, like a true connection. Yeah. That is what gives you the most jobs definitely here in Utah. For sure. Yeah, and it, it and spreads it, outside, too. And it also will lose you the most jobs. Like, if you go in the opposite direction. Burning Bridges, it has, like, severe yeah. repercussions in a local scene. Yes, it does. Scene. It hasn't, knock on wood, happened for me yet. Um, <laughs> But you know people that it's happened to. I, I know do. people that it's happened I to. I've been very fortunate as well yeah. in, in just tiptoeing around certain situations. But um, it's it can, like, really destroy your career locally. Yeah, it can. Just be nice to people. Yeah. Just be nice, you guys. It's, but yeah, I think, I think that those are really big things is that you, like, you never know who's going to be directing a show because people, I do think too, a lot of theaters around here are like, oh, let's, let's like try this new director out. Mm -hmm. There's like, so the grand specifically in Salt Lake will very often, especially minority people will like try to like raise up directors. Um, And I think that that's incredible. And they'll also like try to do new, they do at least one new work every year. Which is so cool. Which is so cool and so fun. And, and Is that a- what you mean? A couple episodes ago, you mentioned that you had seen a lot of, um, a lot of original pieces and they never go anywhere, but they're really, really good. Is that what you were referring yeah. to? So like, okay. so like the grand will do readings or whatever, yeah. or they'll do, sometimes they'll put on the full shows. Um, and then they just don't go anywhere. Ugh. Or like we saw in pieces at the U. Yes. So the U does that as well, where they'll take like new works from students and things like that and put them on. That's cool. Um, That's really cool. But the, yeah, often they just don't go where, anywhere. Is there anything, um, just as like a interesting segue segment, is there anything that you've been listening to that's like new or obscure that you like? Uh, I you can think of? I... Well, it's a. Uh, I got the opportunity last week to participate in a table read for a new work that is a jukebox musical. Fun. And it's all Ingrid Michaelson music. Can you and talk about it, or is it like under I, wraps for now? It's under wraps. Okay. Um, but the music is Ingr- Ingrid Michaelson, and I actually only knew two of her songs, and it introduced me to a lot of beautiful works her, of art that she has blessed us with. Her songs, especially her her like lesser known songs, are very very good. Yeah. And, and they're so like. Um, heart wrenching. Yeah, she has a lot of really, really heart wrenching good songs that no one has heard before because everyone, I don't know. Yeah, she's only had a couple singles that have really taken off, which, which blows my mind. She's phenomenal. She's really good. There's um, the one that I've been listening to that's actually helped me a lot with just like my anxiety the last couple weeks. Has I think it's called Just Breathing. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and it, it, it. I mean, most of the song is is basically just saying all we can do is keep breathing. Yeah, that's. That's literally the lyric, and I'm just like, yep. You just take it one step at a time, and it's been, oh my goodness. But yeah, that's that's kind of the cool the cool thing that I, just in the last week, that I was able to participate in. And I'm and, listening to that a lot. And you've been... And, I'm independently owned and celebrated. I love Shucked. That one too. Every time. I love I've been listening so to that much. song specifically on repeat. I love Shucked so much. Um, that, which premiered in Utah. So that so a uh, really interesting thing is that Pioneer... Um, is, like we said, one of the few equity theaters. But it's also one that will do shows, like, in a much more unique way than other places. Like, it's a much edgier theater. Yeah. I think if if you can say that. Yeah. Um, in the sense that they will take risks. Yeah. Which is nice. And they will uh, uh, just do, they'll do shows like The Producers or like... Oh. Like they won't like other theaters in Utah won't do that show yeah. because they won't make money. So it's it's like fair, but it's like you you don't get a huge smattering of stuff unless you look for those more hidden theaters. Um there's two very large theaters in Utah run by the Hales probably yeah. and then Tuacon. Yep. 
so three. Yeah. Um, but often but they're West doing. West Valley is cup, up and coming. West Valley is doing some really cool stuff. Yes. Um, and and the Grand in Salt Lake is another one that's like getting bigger and bigger. It's it's they're still pretty small and they're slowly kind of branching out and getting bigger and getting a following. So many rely on word of mouth, and and I don't think people realize how important it is to just um, post an Instagram photo of you going to a show at yeah. a theater. Yeah. And then like tagging the theater. Yeah. No, I don't think people Do realize it. like how big of an impact that makes for the theater. And I think I think a lot of theaters just don't understand our generation. Yeah. Our generation where we finally like kind of have the money to like go see a show um, and the means to get there instead like before you know before we were relying young, on our parents. People younger than this aren't um necessarily equipped at the moment. Right. Or don't care enough. Ugh. Children. I okay. I'm a boomer. I, I'm just kidding. You're a millennial. I actually just watched a video. It's on on Facebook. There's a a thing you can follow. It's called React. The questions were common knowledge questions or things that you learn about, say, U.S. history. One of the questions was which U.S. president was assassinated in the '60s, and the kids didn't know. It's JFK, right? Yes. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> My first thought was Abraham Lincoln, and then I was like. <laughs> Well, you didn't say which 60s. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't clarify. Um, sorry. My, I Allergies. Need, I'm, I'm really trying to not touch my nose and I keep doing it. Um, I Backing up a little bit. I don't so, have any tissues in my bag, so. You don't have a, like a bunched up thing I of don't. tissues? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, no, but I think, I think that, yeah, just a simple post for local theaters is like huge. Yeah. Is really nice. Um, is there anything like any show that you recommend around here in Utah that you've seen? That's recently? currently happening. Yeah. Newsies at Lehigh Arts is really good. Yes. Is it? Wait, okay. Sorry. Where do they do shows? At a tiny, tiny little theater in Lehigh. It's so is small. It the Valentine or something? I, I don't remember the name of it. I just know where it's located. I'm going to look it up right now so that we can like throw it out. Yeah. I guess this will happen in a month, but everyone, sh- so like this show might be over, but the everyone show should will be over, but like, you check it out. Check out Lehigh Arts in general. Yeah. Um, because they do, they do, uh, it's, it's very much up and coming. Yeah. They're just kind they're just of just a in, small theater. They're a small community theater, um, run by the city of Lehigh or like, or funded by the city of Lehigh, I should say. Um, and they do some decent shows like i've i've been impressed with some of their stuff so look them up in general yeah um and then the american fork theater right now is doing beauty and the beast my friend Mm -hmm. is cogsworth so i recommend you go see him and they do a lot of really good shows too actually we saw yeah a production of Shrek. The... No, no, not Shrek. I did see it there, though. I love Shrek. No, so they did a, a really good production of Shrek. Um, and they did Sweeney Todd. We went and saw that. My roommate and Sweeney was Todd. in that. Backing up a little bit, I can't. I. It looks like they do. Um, they're doing Newsies at Sky Ridge High School in Lehigh. So if anyone wants to see, that's where Lehigh Arts Council seems to do a lot of their shows. Is that Sky Ridge High? Yeah, but it's a Sorry. yeah, it's a Lehigh. Um, yeah. Sorry, but diving into the writer strike, um, it's been really interesting seeing. So, like on TikTok and stuff, mm. seeing a lot of content creators talking about it has yeah. been really interesting, um, and also seeing like a lot of people around here. So we we don't know. I know a few. I guess I know if quite a few SAG people. I don't know a ton of people in the WGA. Um, I think one or two maybe, uh, but I just want to talk a little bit about the ramifications for local artists. Okay. A little bit. Have you? Is there anything that you've seen or noticed, like since the writer strike has happened, with what people are doing here? Nothing. Not, not to in regards or... to what people are doing, but I just, in regards to like social media, people are sharing things like crazy, and yeah. and I actually didn't know what was going on. And the night the night that I found out, I texted you. I was like, "What is this?" Mm-hmm. And you explained it to me, and I I just. I'm so heartbroken to know that people are so greedy. Yeah. Like, I know that people are greedy, but I don't associate with people like that. And it breaks my heart seeing how 
it's affecting i just it it's upsetting have you read the quote from bob Iger, where he he's about, talking about so bob Iger, ceo of Disney, yes talking about um the writer strike yes was talking about how unreasonable the writers are being with demands right while he's making like 25 like 25 to 50 million dollars or something but in that range um and like unwilling to like give up bonuses and give up things to just pay those residuals um and i watched a video mm, i just want to say yeah. he has he shouldn't be saying anything because i have a lot of friends that work for disney and, and they and get sh- they get on i feel like like disney i've every every time i have a lot of friends that did the disney college program and every time i get together with them that's all they talk about this is negativity. how they were treated listen you know what and i love disney yeah, i love absolutely. disney so much it's it's not healthy like I'm wearing Disney earrings, <laughs> like Mickey earrings, and and obviously Little Mermaid, The Lion King, like home. My thing says home. I love it so much, but I I just don't understand how you can treat people so poorly when you have all of this money. Yeah, I don't get it. So no, so, to answer your question, I haven't seen a lot. I've just seen a lot of people very very upset about it. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting being in a state that is non-union. Because what happens often when um, a lot of union things or rules go into effect is a lot of things will come into Utah. So like in 2020, when COVID was happening, because of the restrictions, there was a... I So 2020 was probably the most money I had ever made as a freelancer. Wow. And it was because I was so consistently working on like big shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were like coming from everywhere just to film here. Because California wouldn't let them film there. Sure. Uh, which is super messed up. But I made a lot of money. <clears throat> and, <laughs> and something similar, I feel like, is going to be happening here where uh, because they can't film in L.A. with, like, SAG people, some of those companies, I'm worried, are going to, like, flood into Utah and people are going to start, like, scabbing for <laughs> those companies. Because, I don't know, local... Local entertainment is wild because people just, like, do stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, Yikes. But I think... uh, We don't obviously have, like, a huge following or whatever. But I think it's important in general to say what's happening. Mm -hmm. So, like, I pulled up a New York Times article just to be as clear as possible and not, like, make sure that I'm not making something up. Yeah. Um, So, like, just why, why are the actors and writers striking? This article says pay is often the center of work stoppages, and that is the case here. But the rise of streaming and the challenges created by the pandemic have stressed the studios, many of which are facing financial challenges, as well as actors and writers who are seeking better pay and new protections in a rapidly changing workplace. Uh, Both actors and screenwriters have demanded an increase in residual payments. So, like, once your show is out. Right. You get paid per stream or per um, per broadcast, things like that. Um, because you're not, con- as a writer or an actor, you're not consistently working right. 24-7. You often have months off. Yep. Um, especially if you're working on a show. Mm-hmm. When you go into hiatus, you just aren't working. So yep. you need those residual checks to live. Mm-hmm. Um. So streaming series typically have far fewer episodes than television series did. And it used to be uh, that if a television series was a hit, actors and writers could count on a long stream of regular regular residual checks. Streaming has changed uh, the system in a way that has hurt uh, that has hurt them. Both groups also want aggressive. Uh, sorry. I'm like, I can't read guardrails around the (laughs) use of artificial intelligence to preserve jobs. So that's another thing that is really interesting is AI has (gasps) been brought into this. Um, So like studios countered what um, actors and writers wanted by asking if they could also film one time with background actors and use AI to like reproduce their face for different so shows messed up. which is super messed up that's not okay in any like how how could you think that's okay you <laughs> yeah super wild so it's it's really interesting how ai is changing um the game and how people are trying to use it to change the game it's but i i think um the more that i work with ai yeah and the because i've used it for like ideas 
Right. I've used it for writing um, dialogue. For this? I've used it for this. Um, I use AI a lot in my job. Yeah. Uh, just for fun and just to see what I can do with it. Mm-hmm. The thing that I've noticed about it is that it's not... It's so clinical, the way that AI spits out content. Um, it is very much like not original like you can feel that it is it doesn't have that human connection or that human touch to it sure and i think in general in a, in in today's content space i feel like people crave that so much that i don't think you can super utilize ai in a very raw form like it, it's so it's not personal it's not personal and it doesn't feel personal when you read it like when you That's read what's copy so important about art yeah there's there's a human connection that you you actually need. It is proven that you need that to be to have some sort of healthy just life in general. You need that. I get I get it cuz like using it for fun is super awesome and and you can use it to get helpful information, but wh- how how could you do that to so many people? Removing job opportunities like that. If you can't tell, we're very passionate about people being able to do what they want in regards to work and just themselves. And it's really, really, really upsetting when someone, just because they have a ton of money, comes in and decides to screw everything up for you. It's not right. Just because you have money does not mean that you can do whatever you want. It's not okay you should honestly think about doing what what's his face did and donate all your monies. What's his Who was face? that guy? He like was it he the computer guy. He did computers. What are you talking about? He's a rich AF like he he's one of the um he's one of the Gates? About? Is it Gates? Bill Gates? He gave a ton of he, his money. He, Bill Gates very consistently donates to charity. That's why he's not like the richest man. But I'm just saying like I But would, he's still like yeah, but do do something like that. Use your money for good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think that there's a lot of crazy issues with the AI stuff and like wow. But quit anyways. being greedy. <clears throat> I just wanted to touch on that for a little bit. Well, I'm glad you did because it's very important. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I yeah, anything if you want really good content, original stuff, like you need people and you need yes. to treat those you need to treat artists and those people who are making that content like they're the backbone Valuable. of what you're doing. It's it's like people who are manufacturing products, like they're the background backbone of your company, mm-hmm. but for some reason they get paid the least. Or like production assistants on set that are doing everything. They do everything for every department and get paid the least on set. It's crazy. I don't know. Um... Sorry, we also interrupted you following up about your week because I got really involved in your Desert Star. I got really excited about that. Well, that's kind of the biggest news that I have to share. Is that I, (laughs) on the episode, I was like, I fully expect to be cast. I didn't. Um, On the previous episode, I said that. I was hoping. (laughs) But you, but to be like, you you knew you were going to get cast. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just feel good about your audition and yeah. and but also that theater loves you. Which just so you're aware, if you're listening to this outside of the out of the state that we live in, which is Utah, um the Hales is a very both theaters are very prestigious. They, they are not related, but they, they are, are both the Hales. Yeah. <laughs> so so there's the Hale Orem mm-hmm. and the Hale Sandy. Yes. And they're the two great and spacious buildings of Utah theater. Sorry. I wouldn't uh, say that Orem Hale is, but I definitely think the Sandy Hale is. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> these, they're big, big, huge theaters. Sandy Hale um, is notorious for casting. so The, the same the, people all the time. You, and the same people all the time and very far in advance so that other theaters cannot get them. Yep. So, like, it's it's really interesting the dynamic in, in local theater because we talked a little bit earlier about how much people try to bring people in. Yeah. Uh, and there are nuggets that are not great. And part of that is, is there are a couple theaters. Pioneer kind of does this a little bit too. Oh, really? Um, where they'll cast, they'll try to bring people in so that other people cannot have them. Interesting. We have also, so I've also heard that Pioneer will sometimes wait for other theaters to put out their... Um, seasons. Their seasons and then do the same shows to oh. take audience members away from smaller theaters. 
Oh, which I don't is very know. Interesting. I don't know if that's true. Know. That's allegedly, allegedly. Sure. I see, I and I've only true, ever heard positive things about Pioneer because I, I, I you, we have a mutual friend who um, Archie. Yeah. Um, they Who's actually who, made who, him who, equity so that they could so, have so him. So he could do a show. Yeah. Archie is lovely. He He's actually helps me write the story of Emu. <gasps> so he he and I share a credit in the story. I didn't know and that. I, and then I just took it and wrote the book. I love him. I had the biggest crush on him He's when lovely. I worked with him at the park. He's absolutely Oh lovely. my gosh. I wanted to date him so bad, but I didn't. <laughs> it has to be mutual. Archie, if you're <laughs> I'm over it now, Archie. We lost we lost our chance. Oh, no. Timing's not it I love him. I think he's, he's so great. He's amazing. And he's so talented. Incredible. He's so talented. He's an incredible writer, incredible director. He did a show, he actually did um a, a version of Taming of the Shrew. Ooh. The generally very problematic show. Yeah. But it, he handled it very, very well. Sure. I, I do want to say, though we we make jokes about these theaters and, and say that they're like the great and spacious buildings of theater, we love them as well. Like we... <laughs> We love what they bring. the 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 stuff they do, it's it is magic on the stage. It's it's, it's created amazing. a very diverse and unique, I think, theater culture. Yeah, in Utah, people, I I think it's it's very interesting in Utah because people don't think of it as places for movies and theater, um, but it's like it's kind of a big place for movies and theater. Yeah, like so there's so many movies like independent. The most recent Independence Day, part of it was filmed here. Yeah. Um, and like Westworld was filmed here. Yeah. Uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> and the original movies. Mm-hmm. Her- Hereditary. Hereditary. Uh. Midsommar. Uh. uh. So many, like, so many things come through here and there is like a very strong community and culture mm-hmm. with movies and theater. Um. A lot of Hallmark movies, which I love Hallmark so movies. Many Hallmark movies are filmed here. I, okay, this is, I, I'm curious how, I have a question for you yeah. while you're looking this up. Um, or whatever. What, how do you measure your success? Because for me, to know that I'm success, like one of the things I want to do, I want to be in a Hallmark movie. That'll be the moment for you. That, yes, that's how I feel like I'm going to be, like for me, I'm really grateful for all the work opportunities I've been given. And I want, I hope that I can continue to, to, have them but i truly genuinely so badly i want i actually have an idea for a hallmark movie because my roommate sarah and i got (laughs) we were coming home for christmas a couple years ago and i'm originally from montana and so we were (laughs) coming through driving through um west yellowstone and there was a massive blizzard and she and i with our dogs got stuck in in west yellowstone and it was actually really great and anyways we had an experience that actually was like oh my gosh what an amazing idea for a hallmark movie <laughs> but Just also stuck in the snow <laughs> but yeah i mean i'll tell you about that later because i don't want somebody to steal my idea because we know that people do that yeah. um <clears throat> But I also, another reason is because you don't see a lot of plus size women anymore. And I've, I've said this before, like, even if you do, they usually end up going through a health journey, which I full on support, but it it changes the representation. And and then plus size women like myself lose the encouragement that you are beautiful the way you are and you can do what you want, no matter what you look like. Um, and I know that that's something for everybody. Everybody has that, but, but yeah, anyways, that's how I, one of the, one of the things that I measure my success through is one, like when I get, cause when I'm going to be positive about this, when I get a Hallmark movie. Yes. And not just like background, like I want to be my castability, if you believe in that, which I don't, um, but a lot of people do, um, is usually the comedic relief. Which I succeed in beautifully. Yeah. I really... That's like a strength of mine. <laughs> uh-huh. But I, I also want to be like a main character. Yeah. And and I think that's true for everyone. Like, there are a lot of people... Like, people of color are often cast as the best friend. Mm-hmm. Or even very often the villain. And it's yeah. like... But they... Like, everyone deserves a chance to be the main character. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. But yeah. How do um, you... How... Like, like, how will you or how do you currently measure your success? I think, I think it's very dangerous to measure it in an external way because okay. you'll never be satisfied. Oh, interesting. In, in the in a sense of like, if you try to measure it in once I get this part, 
I'll be that success or once I do this, that success because you can't always control that. True. And I think True. that that's really difficult. So I'm I try to put success in what I have completed and, and completion of something. So like I love so right you. Now I'm that's amazing. Do, I'm trying to write a musical. Yeah, trying to. He has. Um, and and I, once it is fully complete and once it is fully like recorded and we put it on like one time. Yeah. That will be successful to me. Sure. Um, I can't control other people. I can't control the world. I can't control reception. Right. Uh, I can just learn from it. Right. So it's successful to me if I can get it out there and then get feedback and learn mm-hmm. for the next show. Yeah. Do the next one. Yeah. I watched Tick, Tick, Boom recently. Oh, it's so good. And first of all, I just turned 30, so panic attack. Sure. Second of all, <laughs> his, the whole, like, I got chills when he put on his show and, like, all the people that he wanted to come came. Like, Sondheim yeah. was there. His agent that he never hears from was there, who I love. I love her character. Um... <laughs> Everyone was there, but he, like, uh, it it didn't get picked up. And he's yeah. like, so what do I do now? And the agent was like, you work on the next one. Yeah. And and you just and he did. And then you work on the next one. And then you work on the And then his next one was Tick, Tick, Boom, mm. which was a completely different show. And then finally got to Rent, which was obviously an incredible show. Um, it is, I will dare say, 525,600 minutes is the musical theater anthem. Mm. Yeah. I think that Jonathan changed theater as we knew it when he wrote that show because it's the original like angsty yeah dealing with real life yeah because everything that i know theater wise that was the first catalyst that was that was a big transition in in theater it was like we went from very much rogers and hammerstein and everyone was kind of still stuck in that golden age yeah then, Which we love. And then getting pulled into cabaret and rent and like yeah. these, these very real and very difficult situations and, and things. Yeah. And Jonathan, who had people in his life that had to deal with those real life situations mm-hmm. to, to get pulled into that is really incredible. Yeah. And to be able to articulate it so well. He's like, his writing is so freaking good. I hope yeah. that I believe in, in life after this life. I really hope that he, I really hope that he can see and feel how much complete strangers love him for everything he's given us. It is, it's so sad when people don't get to see the success. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's another reason why you have to measure it in a way that is attainable for you. Sure. Because it's so much more important to say, I'm successful because I finished this than it is to say I'm successful because I made this much money yeah i'll be successful when you're right (laughs) thank you you have thank you because i do i yeah that that makes me rethink my i still want to be in a hallmark movie (laughs) (laughs) get out of my camera (laughs) no i i still want to be into it but that that's actually a very beautiful way to look at that i think goals or like or like desires should be present when you think of success or yeah. when you think of the or or even what you want. But I think with goals, I also just got done reading Atomic Habits not too long ago. <laughs> but um it's a good book, you should read it. Okay. Um but it's just incremental changes that make the biggest like changes in your life. Like small mm. incremental percentages that, that make build upon each other. So this is a self help book? Kind of. Okay. It's, yeah, it is. Okay. Which I usually don't recommend, but this one's pretty good. And it's, and I think, I think the things that it recommends are very doable. Sure. Um, so this one I feel a little bit more comfortable recommending. But yeah, I think um, that that's a really important part is just, just like set goals that are measurable. Yeah. And that are incremental. Yeah. And then whatever, and you can start at like, Success means this for me. So to get there, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Yeah. Sorry. Careful. What movie? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Beauty and the Beast. It is. It is Beauty and the Beast. It's the wardrobe. I don't. You say it all the time. I don't. But I never know yeah. what it's from. That's okay. I'm sorry. You're important. <laughs> Okay. You're valid. You're valid. Game? I just want everyone to know. (laughs) What? I send Jace some of the weirdest text messages. (laughs) 
the reason the weirdest text messages. I sent him a picture of my hand. That is true. It's <laughs> weird. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I'm going to put it on screen. This is the picture that I that I received out of out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the most weird. Anyway, but I, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I was looking at my hand and I was thinking, hmm, it doesn't look as weird as the picture I sent to Jace. <laughs> what happened? Um. Also, I just want to say that I think that the sticker of Shrek on my on here is perfectly placed because <laughs> it's like he's looking at me with the hmm face and it brings me joy i i jace and i were talking about it so far we've talked about shrek in every single one of our episodes and, and <laughs> i do i actually genuinely do love it so i have kind of made a goal to make sure that i can mention it at least once in every episode and I just want want it to be known on record that Jace referenced it first today and I think it's now becoming <laughs> we'll just have Shrek in every episode that's fine <laughs> Shrek himself will come through the door I would die <laughs> I would Shrek die Shrek is love Shrek is love oh my gosh <laughs> I would die we're gonna play a game with chat GPT really quick okay we're almost out of time, so so we're playing fact or fiction. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so I'm going to ask ChatGPT to give me three statements. Okay. Two of them will be true, and one of them will be false, and you have to figure out which of those statements is false. Oh, balls. Okay. Okay. Um, and this is just fun, whatever. Okay. Uh, here are three statements. The Eiffel Tower was originally intended to be a temporary structure for a world exposition. Uh, bananas are berries scientifically classified as true berries or penguins can fly and regularly take flight to migrate long distances the false one is the penguins can fly yeah i feel like that's that was obvious (laughs) bananas are true berries how is that true because they've been altered they truly have been altered so much like a, have you seen original, like actual bananas yes. where they have the giant seeds in yes. them, and you're like, "What the? Yeah, <laughs> what have we done?" And they're small as well. But I'm um, not gonna lie, that first one kind of threw me. I was like, oh. "Yeah, the Eiffel Tower one." I was like, the, "Honestly, the first two, I could have been like, I don't know." Yeah, but yeah, the Penguins one. Huh? I think ChatGPT is stuck. <gasps> we killed it. <laughs> we killed the ChatGPT. Don't come after us, robots. Robots. <laughs> it died on its own. It died. <laughs> it didn't. We didn't kill it. We didn't. We know the answer. Penguins cannot fly. They waddle. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I think, and they okay, wait I think for life, which is I think lovely. I think, um, it couldn't think of any other facts. No, so I, I typed in penguins can fly is the false statement. And I think maybe it's trying to like reconcile me telling it that as true. <laughs> and it actually knowing the answer. I'm not sure. I think that we just threw it in a loop. <laughs> We broke AI. Our, that's our call to fame. We broke AI. <laughs> <laughs> that's no funny. That is funny. All right. Well, I think that is a good end to our game. <laughs> no, we broke AI. I'm panicking because I'll never know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> we know the answer. Penguins can't fly. But what if? What if they can? I would love if they what could if fly. Penguins can fly. I would love that. I can't even submit another question. It's done. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it's gone. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, peace, AI. Okay. Uh, A funeral funeral scene. Um, Okay. Well, this was a fun discussion. It was a fun tat. Fun tat? It was a fun tat. Fun tat. Fun tat. Um, I love you so much. You're the best. Oh my gosh. Happy 30th birthday. Welcome to your 30s. Thank you. I'm turning 30. Do you, have you heard that song? You heard that song? No. From Bo Burnham? No. Oh, no. That's what I've been listening to a lot. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> if you want to follow us, we are on the TikTok. We are on the Instagrams and the YouTubes and, and any other place you can find your podcast. Where we get your podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're hosted on Acast and uh, produced by uh, Jonathan McDonald. If you want to follow our personal Instagrams, mine's Jace at Jace Venom. And mine is Tana. Actually, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's a... Tananigans. Mine is Tana. 
<laughs> That's how tired I am. My my personal Instagram is Tenanigans, mm-hmm. but my You're the Onesie I Want is called You're the Onesie I Want, and we sing Broadway songs and onesies. Right I mean, away. hopefully, hopefully. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just did this. I lifted up my arm and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> That was amazing. I just noticed that there's bad sweat stains. I'm shenanigans. I'm tired. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>